With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. How is everybody this morning? My favorite day of the week. Monday. So today we are on chapters 9 and 10, at least as it's numbered in my book. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good, Good morning. morning. Hi. How are you? I'm good. It's all foggy here. Yeah. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, I just came down. It was foggy in South Orange County, too. Oh, that's right. You're here now. Sorry, Max, my cat stepped on the phone. (sighs) 
Good morning from Washington. Good morning. I am about to hop on a bus, so I might not be chatty for the first little bit. Okay, well, no problem. I was just trying to be quiet. I was walking into the place I'm moving out of and kind of quiet here, so I think people are still sleeping. So I was trying to keep my talking to a minimum until I got into the room and closed the door. Well, how is everybody today? How was your week? Pretty good. Pretty good over here. Good. Yes, I've had a productive time myself. Today's moving day for me. Oof. Always fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll go with that. We'll go with fun. We'll go with that word. (laughs) We can go with that. Well, um, Jasmine, do you want to check in? I know you're going to be on a bus, but we'll we'll roll with the bus noises. Well, right now you're going to get a bunch of cars driving by noises while we're waiting for the bus. (laughs) Um, Overall, everything is really wonderful and I'm grateful. I think I'll have more of a check-in once I pop on. I think I see it a block away, so... Um. Well, Ellen, do you want to check in? Uh, yeah, um, I had kind of a mixed week, and um, but luckily through uh, the immersion of doing these calls on Monday, uh, when when I've had doubts come up or fears, uh, you know, I've been able to reach for the uh, the right thought pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, I I had a couple of, well, I had one kind of big challenge this week. Um, And, uh, yeah, it really challenged my thinking, and I got into some fear. You know, but I picked up the tools, and um, I I just, you know what, I just am really grateful for, for the, the book and its teachings and a couple of key quotes keep standing out to me like uh, don't try to figure out in your head what you should do. Take only inspired action. Um, And then this isn't a quote from the book but uh, life doesn't happen to me. Life happens for me. It's Mm. not a direct quote from the book but it's a concept. You know, he, there's this part in the book where he talks about the businessman who had a deal 
that he worked for months on and then it mysteriously fell through and the man was grateful and just showed gratitude and then uh, a little further down the road uh, an even better opportunity came up for him so um i'm you know i'm just trying to practice that mindset and uh, it really helps yeah I totally get that i totally get that <laughs> yeah Yep. Well, I will say I've had the same. I've had had a little bit of a combination week, my own self. Oh, sorry, I can hear my phone scratching on. I'll take my jacket off. I can hear it rubbing up against the mic. Um, Yeah, it's been a combination week. I had some good days and I had... One really not good morning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and one really not good morning. <laughs> well, noontime, I guess, which you know about because <laughs> I called you. But thankfully, thankfully to, you know, God working in my life and all the ways God works in my life, you know, I had a sweet friend to call that could talk me off the ceiling and check in on me throughout the day. And so I was able to, you know, pull myself out of it. And then I had another friend come down Saturday night and stay the night with me and help me carry some boxes and do some stuff yesterday and babysit me. So I didn't say or do anything that I would um, be acting out my undeveloped self, which I didn't want to do. So that was helpful to have somebody there to keep me from acting up. So, which usually I'm pretty good. So I just you know been overtired, too much to do, not enough time to get it done, kind of a situation, and so things that I would normally be able to handle a little bit better. I was concerned about myself, so I put something in place to get myself babysat. So, and it worked perfectly. I was able to act in a certain way, which I was very grateful for and grateful to my friends for their help. So all in all, I'd say things are pretty good. We're moving truck arrives in about an hour to move me from here to my new place. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there which is one of the things that I had as a part of my plan for myself was to get myself moved, even if it's just temporarily someplace else until I can get my own place, but just to create a different living situation for myself. So that's manifesting today, today, uh, which is I'm quite grateful for. So. That's my story, Morning Glories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know um, Michelle said she was not going to be able to be on the call today. Uh, I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure if Amanda has chimed in yet or not, or Ken. I'm not on my um, computer today, so I cannot see who's on the call. 
So Ken or Amanda, if you're there and want to check in, or anybody else? I'm on the bus now. Um, I have a couple of little thoughts, I guess. Um, one, in, in everybody's favorite club that some of us or maybe all of us are in, I'm not sure, um, there is this tool called Outreach Falls. Um, and I had this moment this week where I was at the, the car place with my car, the battery died, and I had to go get it fixed. Um, and I made, like, a little outreach text. I was like, I am noticing myself flipping a spirit to be around this stuff, and I don't want my brain to be here. Help. And, um, and the person I reached out to was able to help me uh, kind of reroute my thoughts and get stuff kind of right side. Um, that was really helpful. Um, yeah, so um, I like that as a tool. Yeah, I don't know if people are open to sharing contact information or phone numbers with the rest of the group for the little outreach calls that happen during the week, but that sounds like a cool thing to me. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is, uh, those of you who remember I shared last week, I, um, I had zero dollars checking savings. Uh, by the end of that day, because I was in, um, I I let go of it and I wasn't worried about it. <clears throat> um, you know, prayer power was like, all right, uh, we're just going to give you all the things. So I got like $150 back from iTunes and um, $250 that I wasn't expecting um, from the security deposit on my last place. Um, and, you know, a, a family member graciously gave me some bucks to say that I was struggling. So, um, at the end of the day, I had somewhere between like eight to $900. Um, just because I was like, hey, you first, I don't, I don't like this. Give me something else. Maybe was like, okay, let's do that step. Which is really cool. Um, and like when I was going to do the car repair thing, I learned about that that $250 that I went into the car shop. And the guy's original quote was $250. So it's like I had unexpected problems arise, but I also had unexpected income to cover the unexpected problems. Um, so that was cool. So that all shut down. Um, yeah. So everything, everything is great. Your job is wonderful. I love it. Um, I'm good at it, and I make good money doing it. Um, and I really like to see. So, like the bus that I'm on right now, I have an unlimited bus pass to work. It's different for angling. So I can ride it, you know, on weekends or whatever I want. I don't have to just ride it to work. Um, so it's it's opened up a lot of places for me um, for free. In the past, like, maybe I would be interested in going through things, but then, you know, it was, it was not physical off or whatever, and it just wouldn't go because the parking was parked So, anyway, um, I'm just really grateful. I am 
I basically caught up last night listening to the week and a half of recording so they mentioned I read the two chapters and um it should be kinda caught up squared away for the beginning of the week. I also had a chance to clean my apartment yesterday, um, you know, back in what have you and wanted to see my dad next weekend. Before we move on with the chapters, has anybody else called in? Anybody else joined us on the call that wants to check in? Okay, I'm going to take that as a no. Well, there's a few parts of these chapters that really stuck out to me. Oof. Well, that scared me. A big spider just ran across my desk. Ooh. Yuck. Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> um, spider, spider medicine has to do with creativity and connectivity. So, uh-huh. yes, yes, but also that's like exactly what these chapters were about. <laughs> yep. Still don't like them. <laughs> no matter how great they are in a universal perspective, I still don't like them. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, it's kind of a big one. Okay. I get myself refocused here. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah, this this has one of my favorite lines, which is 
substance is friendly to you and is more anxious to give you what you want than you are to get it. Tell you what, I'm going to make that really big and put it put it on my mirror in my room at my new place. My um, this is one of the things I'm really excited about. My closet doors in my room there are mirrors. They're just they're sliding closet doors that are mirrors. And one of my things that I've done for years and years has been I get dry erase markers because you can use a dry erase marker on a mirror and it just wipes off like, like a whiteboard. It doesn't leave any stains or marks or anything. So years ago, I started actually writing stuff for myself, like a favorite quote or a mantra or something on a, the mirror that I use every morning to get ready. And so, um, so this line right here is going on the mirror in my new place. Substance is friendly to you and is more anxious to give you what you want than you are to get it. So I'm going to write that really big <laughs> on my new closet door. <laughs> I love that concept. It's a good reminder for me. It is a really good reminder for me. And I believe that's true. I was talking to a friend this weekend and and realizing that it's um i kind of i kind of uh, view it so i took up um i did a book called the artist way years and years and years ago like back in the mid nineties i think when the book was pretty new and uh and it unlocked some creativity that had been shut off for a long time and because when I was a little kid, I used to write poetry. And so when I when that got freed up, um, I had all these poems. It was like a backlog of poems that needed to be written that had been sitting dormant in there from the time I was 10 till when I, when I did that book, which was probably 28 years old or 30 years old, maybe. Um, and so it was like I had 20 years of poems backlog. And everything I wrote, I was writing in in basically in a poem. So I'd be sit down to write somebody an email and a poem would come out in the middle of the email. So if it was one of my friends, I just would type it in the middle of the email and said, you know, and just basically sent the email, and this is where the email was still really new, and said, well, apparently I was supposed to share this poem with you because it, you know, it came in for a landing while I was sending you this email. And, um, and so I kind of had this visual of like um, all these poems like flying around above my head, almost like, you know, planes circling an airport and just waiting for a runway to get freed up. So they circle the airport until they have a runway to land on. And uh, this week when I was talking to my friend, I I realized that I think that that God wants the same thing for us, for our prosperity. Like this sentence, he's um, friendly and wants, is anxious to give us what we want, you know, even more so than we are to get it. And so I kind of feel like God has all of this stuff that's just, circling around, it's just circling the runway, just waiting for me to be able to see it and receive it and take the action because, you know, like this book says, you know, action is how we receive. And so I feel like there's all this stuff that's just circling around me waiting for a runway to land on. And it's for me to do my part to clear the runway for it to be able to land. So for me to clear out my thinking and also to 
continue to take forward action so that I can meet those things as they arise. And that concept came to me this week, and I'd kind of forgotten about the runway thing with the poems and, and all kinds of art, because I've done all kinds of art since then, um, all kinds of creative endeavors, I'll say. And so when I when I was reading this, I was reminded of that thought of creating space for the runways to be clear. So more and more and more of what God has in mind for me can land. And I just love this this sentence. It affirms to me that I'm well provided for. And this week especially, I could uh, uh, I appreciate being able to feel that way. <laughs> so. And before I prattle on with a bunch of more things that I have highlighted in the book, does anybody else have any that jumped out to them that they wanted to share? Um, I'll just chime in. Uh, I love how much more relaxed I've become. Uh, yeah, because it, and I, I maybe I may repeat what you just said, but um, the part where it says you do not need to apply your will to things in order to compel them to you. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm expending less energy in a day. Uh, doing exactly, I used to kind of do that, and I, you know, really focused my mind and used a lot of energy. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like I expend less energy pushing, and I can just have these concepts in my mind and just be. And I guess there's a, sort of a, a softer confidence in the action that I'm taking. Um, I, I forgot to mention this when I checked in, but uh, this huge project that I'm working on, uh, a search engine optimization project, uh, it's really paying off. And... Uh, I, I'm, I just, I'm absolutely thrilled. It's just wonderful. And I think having this attitude while I, uh, you know, work through hours and hours and hours of, of focused computer work, um, it's, just, it's, it's very gratifying. It, it, these concepts really work. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> they really do. I mean, you know, I even feel like when I get upset, it passes faster. Like I can get upset about something, get a button pushed about something, and then, you know, call somebody, reach out to somebody, and then, you know, like I just love the part about things being developed or undeveloped or underdeveloped, like I that whole concept because it gives me a way to put a word to what I'm having the experience of instead of like shaming, shaming myself and doing all that stuff. It's just about, you know, like I can recognize it and have a language for it. Like, Oh yeah, I know that my undeveloped stuff is like, I'm getting all of that, those buttons push right in that moment. Right. So like knowing it 
and being able to say, okay, I know this is what's happening and I can feel it, I can see it, but I don't want to act out on it, which is extraordinarily helpful. Yeah. You know, just to have it to carry through because it, it, it actually, I don't know if you have this experience, but for me, I do feel like it helps things pass faster um, than they have previously. So that's, that's a huge blessing. And to be able to see a bunch of things differently and interact differently kind of with the universe around me. So it's super helpful. Yeah, um, I, I'm. Ha- I, how do I put this in words? Um, I'm realizing that my sort of that pushing I was talking about, you know, the the use of my will and extreme focus, um, that I was sort of addicted to that, and so when something comes up that, um, you know, the appearance is not of what I think I would like to be occurring, (laughs) uh, I get um, this this feeling of sort of extreme focus comes up for me, which is something that this book, it's helping me to uh, let go of that. A little bit and and be rather than like kind of push mentally and push with my will so I don't know that things are passing more quickly uh, but it has created this really important uh, shift inside of me or I'm trying to learn how to shift how I'm channeling my energy You know, from, um, oh, i got to push through this and uh, kind of like going from being on high alert to taking some deep breaths and relaxing and realizing that all is well and just refocusing on what I want. Mm, I like that. Um, this chapter is also the one that um, talks about how the more steady and continuous your faith and purpose, the more rapidly you will get rich because you will make sorry, you will make only positive impressions upon substance and you will not neutralize or offset them by negative impression. 
The picture of your desires held with faith and purpose is taken by taken up by the formless and permeates it to great distances throughout the universe for all to know. The minds of people everywhere are influenced toward doing the things necessary to the fulfilling of your desires. And they work for you unconsciously. But you can check all this by starting a negative impression in the formless substance. Doubt or unbelief is as certain to start a movement away from you as faith and purpose are to start one toward you. It is by not understanding this that most people who try to make use of mental science in getting rich make their failure. Every hour and moment you spend in giving heed to doubts and fears, every hour you spend in worry, every hour in which your soul is possessed by unbelief sets a current away from you in the whole domain of intelligent substance. All the promises are unto them that believe and unto them only. Yeah, so we can check all this by starting a negative impression in the formless substance. By doubt or unbelief, it is certain to start a movement away from you. I don't want to do that. I don't want to check all the all the good. I don't want to check all the good stuff by getting into some kind of bad mojo. <laughs> I do not want to do that. I'm just saying here and now, and I like it that it tells us how the how it happens and how we can how we can do our part to not slip into that. So doubt and unbelief is how we check things from coming to us. And purpose and faith <clears throat> are how we ensure that the channel stays open. Or the faucet, whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at it. That's yeah. really good. But you know what? That's something I had overlooked. So many great paragraphs in this book. I know, right? So many. So many. For sure. Is that quote from the book? What you just said from Purpose and faith? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's in a it's in several different places. Okay. In the book? Yeah, it's in several different places in the book. Oh, here we go. I found it. I was trying to do a word search for it, and it didn't come up. But it, um, the the words were just switched. Faith and purpose instead of purpose and faith. <laughs> yeah, I like that it tells us. 
that's helpful to me having specific things, you know, because that's the thing with a lot of this kind of thinking is that maybe I have understood some of the things to do, but having it put together in one system and having it be really direct, here are the things that will send it to us, here are the things that will send it away. I don't think I've ever read that anywhere else. No, no, I haven't either. I haven't either. You know what I mean? So that part for me, it feels like it gives me more definitive directions. And then the part about, you know, basically thought is what brings things to us, but action is how we receive it. And I know I've said this before, but for me, that was the thing that when all of the, you know, the the movies and all of that whole, you know, law of attraction stuff, secret stuff, all that stuff, when all that stuff came out, which was all beautiful stuff, it got people to, to think about things in a positive way. Yeah. But the, it left out the part about action is how you receive and specifically how to do the action, which this book talks about, you know, just just basically take the next action that's right in front of you, even if, you know, because it's still going to get you closer. So it's just, just taking the action and doing, doing something towards taking some action towards the desire. And, you know, and, and like you say all the time, inspired action, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's taking an inspired action towards the thing that we desire. So, yeah, I'm just getting my mind into into that framework of thinking in that way is, you know, it's helpful for me and always having it to come back to. And, you know, even the, even the sections in here, which I know for a lot of people could raise a lot of hackles when it talks about poverty. What tends to do away with poverty is not the getting of pictures of poverty into your mind, but getting pictures of wealth into the minds of the poor. The poor do not need charity. They need inspiration. Charity only sends them a loaf of bread to keep them alive in their wretchedness, but inspiration will cause them to rise out of their misery. If you want to help the poor, demonstrate to them that they can become rich. Prove it by getting rich yourself. People must be taught to become rich by creation, not by competition. Yeah, like you said, it it just it tells you what to do. It just tells you right how to what what you know what brings it towards you and what pushes it away yeah which i love cuz i'm a girl that needs a little bit more specific concrete things <laughs> well yeah yeah especially if they can be somewhat simple <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, not easy I think, but i think that um, what i would mentioning at the beginning of the call about outreach, that's, that's an idea that I came up with when I was reading that part of the book last night. Um, 
just the idea that, um, you know, when we have those moments when we're noticing, oh, no, my brain is kicking into this place where I'm, you know, going the wrong direction or I'm I'm repelling instead of attracting or whatever it is, um, that, you know, community is strong. And I I believe that community is a big part of how higher power accomplishes what higher power accomplishes. So being able to reach out and say, hey, can you help me redirect? Um, you, know, you get to borrow the, the faith, belief, sanity, what have you, of another person um, when those moments come up. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's cool. I just, I appreciate that idea a lot. Yep. I don't know where we'd be without our tribes. Does anybody else have anything on Chapter 9 before we go on to Chapter 10? Well, this is the chapter. I'm still working on some of the stuff in here. Section right here. Do not tell of your past troubles of a financial nature if you have them. Do not think of them at all. Do not tell of the poverty of your parents or the hardships of your early life. To do any of these things is to mentally class yourself with the poor for the time being. And it will certainly check the movement of things in your direction. So, another very specific instructions about things that can check things. You have accepted a certain theory of the universe as being correct and are resting all your hopes of happiness on its being correct. And what can you gain by giving heed to conflicting theories? The world is not going to the devil. It is going to God. I love that, especially right now in the midst of everything we have going on in the political arena. I was driving from Orange County down here this morning, and so I was listening to different chapters out of this book this morning when I was driving, the ones we were going to talk about, but also other ones. And uh, and I had that thought, the world is not going to the devil. It is going to God. And I was like, yeah. Because all the stuff that's happening right now in the in the in the ethers, it's appearance. It's just appearances, and the reality is the truth, the truth of what we know. So, even though there is an appearance of a lot of really interesting things going on, the world is not going to the devil. It's going to God. So all of this stuff that's happening is taking us as a society wherever we need to get to, to get closer to God. And all I can be responsible for is doing my part in that dance. I can't be responsible for anybody else's part. I can only be responsible for my part in that dance. No matter how horrible and seeming 
may be the conditions in certain countries, sections, or places. You waste your time and destroy your own chances by considering them. When you can hasten, no, you should interest yourself in the world's becoming rich. Give your attention wholly to riches. Ignore poverty. And some of the stuff I feel like I'm seeing out there in the world right now is kind of emotional and intellectual poverty and spiritual poverty. I feel like a lot of things that are in the media right now is just a discussion of spiritual poverty or emotional poverty or intellectual poverty. And so I don't want to attach to it. I want to attach to the truth of the prosperity and abundance that is the real thing. Well, there's so a lot to... of... Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, competition out there. And I'm going to try to not be specific, but, oh, well, it really doesn't matter because everybody knows the players, but there's a lot of talk about competition and winning and um, focusing on the negative in the opposing side. And there's a little bit of talk about uh, creativity and the concept, at least, of uh, you know cooperation, working together, creating a better future. But it's, uh, hmm, I don't know how to, well, I'm going to stop there because I don't know how to phrase my thoughts in a way that is uh, (laughs) not focusing on the negative, you know? Well, here, this is what I'll say about it all. In keeping in line with what we study on Mondays, I try to listen to what I hear that is in line with these thoughts. You know, the idea not of competition, but of uh, creativity. And things that are of, you know, a more positive uh, thing. Mm -hmm. It it really has been interesting because there has been a lot, I think more than normal, a lot of... uh, in the media, there's been a lot of um, blah 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 about what you know what this book says we're not supposed to f- focus on, and you can you can just hear it out there blah 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 about <laughs> negativity and you know the world's going to shit and all of that and uh, I, so it's it's interesting to have these big examples right there, and I I, I when I hear it I think oh. Uh, you know, that's an example of how not to think. You know, the the world isn't going to hell in a handbasket. It's going to God, like you just said. It is wonderful becoming.
I think that perfectly exemplifies what Cheryl was talking about earlier, about the levels of development. Everybody is on a different level of development. And so I think what we're hearing more than negativity is just frustration. Mm. Most people are not developed to a point, not to say that I am, but developed to a point where they can understand what it is that they can actually do to make a difference, a positive difference. So just out of what was mentioned earlier, ignorance and frustration, um, there's hopelessness. And I think that's what this book brings about is, you know what, it's faith. And a lot of times throughout my life, I felt myself getting frustrated and I know better. You know, but it seems like all the cards are stacked against you, that kind of thing, you know. And what we were talking about earlier, listening to earlier, was it's quite the opposite. There's there's good that wants to take place for us, even though we might be a little resistant or unaware of it. Uh, so that's my input. That's all I do a force gump. That's all I have to say about that. That's really interesting. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks, Forrest Gump. Well said. Well said. So, you know, um, it's kind of interesting to to think about that um, because, uh, you know, I hear some of what I perceive to be negativity and lately, I just, I go, you know, you make that, I make that sound, I go, oh, oh, God, ugh. you know, and I, like, you could turn the radio channel or turn the TV channel or click off of that news article, and um, I think in the, in the, you know, the next coming weeks, I'm going to have a little bit of a different mindset. I hadn't brought that into uh, my consciousness yet that the best thing I can do for others who may be undeveloped um, is to be an example, you know. And for me, that means tolerance of others' ideas and openness and willingness to discuss ideas, you know, without getting into a competition mindset, which I'll admit, I, you know, in my head... I, you know, I just <laughs> can get into a an I'm right and they're wrong kind of thing in my head. But thanks, Ken. It takes a minute for me to unmute my phone. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, and... And that's a good insight because you know, I find myself most of the times, more often than not, um, indulging a little bit in that frustration because it's so easy. And I think that's the better route is to be an example because sometimes I'll get frustrated and think, you know, I've got to know the answer and I have to know what to do in the situation. And it's and it's okay just not to know and say, you know what, I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be positive. I'm going to be a good example. That's that's really good. Thank you for that. 
Can I share a quick example real quick? I don't want to, am I, are we on a tangent, Cheryl? Can I share no, a quick I don't, example? No, I don't, please, share away. Um, I was, uh, I was at a meeting the other day, certain type of meeting, and um, the leader was sitting next to me, and it was before uh, our discussion started, and the, it, the the man sitting next to me was a very older man um, who wears uh, who's uh, he's in his eighties, and I, I'm 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 just going to tell you the specifics because it's quicker. Um, they were talking about Caitlyn Jenner, and someone in the group repeated a news story that they had heard, which I later looked up, and it's not true. Uh, but they were saying, uh, people in the group said, oh, um, I hear that Caitlyn Jenner wants to switch genders back to being a man. And, you know, they were just having small talk and laughing before the meeting, inappropriate small talk, but nonetheless. Um, and the, the older gentleman, he looked at me and he shook his head and he said, he said, oh, that's just, that's just, you know, when I was, when I was younger, you know, that it's just sad that all of that is, you know, and he was, you could see the look of frustration on his face and not understanding. And um, he said, we didn't have all those uh, types when I was younger. And I just really easily stepped into a very calm way of sharing my belief. And I said, you know, and he said, oh, it's just sad. It's just sad. And I looked at him and I, I said, it is sad, you know. There, you know, there were just as many um, gay and transgender people, uh, you know, 50 years ago, but they all had to live um, in secret. And it's is it isn't it uncomfortable now that our society is going through this shift? Uh, it's going to be uncomfortable for a while until we, you know, learn to all learn to be more accepting. And I, I don't. I hope I'm. I, now I'm realizing I'm. Uh, just my opinion. People may disagree with me, but you can kind of see the look on his face, uh, both from tartness and the mindset to the most accepting That's a good example. I, I apologize if that if that offended anyone. Sorry, I was having to get off mute. I was on mute. You know, what I love is that we all get to be on a journey. You know, we all get to be on a journey and walk the walk that we're that we're walking. And I think there are bound to be things in the world that show all of us places of where we can grow in more compassion and more acceptance and whatever it is, Lord knows I have my places of, you know, needing to grow and understanding and so it's big changes for a lot of people in the world, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I grew up with more, uh, 
of an accepting environment. And this poor man was just so upset. You know, he's clearly upset by it. And, uh, you know, I don't know who's quote-unquote right and who's quote-unquote wrong, but um, he was in pain, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking that this wasn't right. And Yeah, and everybody deserves the opportunity to be able to work through things, you know, as they can. And, you know, that's, you know, it's in this book, there's a, there's a section in here. Some people remain in poverty because they are ignorant of the fact that there is wealth for them. And these can best be taught by showing them the way to affluence in your own person and practice. And you can serve God and man in no more effective way than by getting rich. That is, if you get rich by the creative method and not by the competitive method. And, you know, so for me, it always, always, always comes back to um, working on myself. You know, it's so easy for to get hung up in the what other people are doing and why can't they change and why can't they be different and and the reality is what's going on with me. You know, how can I change? How can I be different? How can I have more compassion and and be more understanding of what's happening when it's under when it's happening? How can I be a living example of the practice I'm trying to create for myself? At the end of the day, that's the only thing I really have any power to do anything about. And, you know, you can serve God and man in no more effective way than by getting rich. And for me, that's rich in all ways. It's financially rich for sure, and also spiritually rich, emotionally rich, intellectually rich. The more I develop myself and the more I have conversations with people where I either see their undevelopment or their undevelopment mirrors my own, that's where the value is. The value is in me being able to see it for myself so that I can go to God and ask for help to develop those things. You know, so like the thing that got my buttons all pushed on Saturday, it was my underdevelopment coming up relating to somebody else's. So somebody else had it, they visited it on me and I wanted to not return same. So I felt those feelings, but I didn't want to act on them. I wanted to develop myself to not act out on the emotions that I was feeling. And, you know, so I took a whole bunch of steps to be able to um, serve God by getting rich myself spiritually emotionally and intellectually in those moments you know so this weekend I just had to like I had to get God with skin on it you know I had to have you know when I you know you were checking in on me like every hour and a half and you know having a friend come and kind of babysit me and and you know as I was joking with my with with one of my daughters you know when she asked me how the move was going I said well I'm having a friend come and babysit me so I don't have so I don't you know to keep me from acting like a jackass so that was, you know, <laughs> well, that was my aim. I knew I was feeling underdeveloped because of the stuff that was going on. And so my job was to, 
you know, put something in place to keep me from acting on my underdevelopedness because sometimes that's the best I can do. And if I can just not act on it, then, you know, I called it a victory. I just called it a victory. And to be able to laugh at with myself and at myself about it, good-naturedly laugh at myself about it. Because that's how I feel that God is doing. Like, I kept, when I was driving down here, I was like, all right, God, you know me. So, so God and I were having a good chuckle on the drive down here because when I am working hard to try and do something differently, but when I'm like, you know, an emotional train wreck and I start joking with God about it, the God of my understanding laughs with me about me. Like the God of my understanding has a sense of humor and we can have a good laugh about, you know, the stuff that I'm working on. And the response I always feel like I get, the impression I'm always left with is, oh, Cheryl, I just adore you in all of your humanness. I adore the fact that you're just being you. And like that's the impression I always get when I go to God with that stuff. It's, it's the feeling that I'm left with after the exchange with God about it. And for me, that is serving God by trying to get rich myself in a different kind of way. Because for me, that's what this, this whole book is about. It's, it's the physical getting of riches, but it's also more to do for me, as much to do, more to do, whatever. I don't even need to stack rank it. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's also about getting rich in those other ways, which serves me and serves God and serves the people around me because it's better for the people around me when I don't, you know, when I keep my tongue holstered. It's always better, and it's better for me because I feel like crap if I let somebody have it. Even if I feel justified and like they deserve it, I still always feel horrid about myself if I let that tongue down. So, you know, uh, I just see a lot of, you know, a lot of opportunities to practice something different. And that's all about my development. It's not about the other people. Right? It's not about the other people. They're not my job. And whatever they're doing is not my job. So I got my hands full with myself. I'm a handful. I've been told that since I'm a little kid. You are a handful. It was a family mantra. Ask my brother, he'll tell you. Ask my parents, they'll tell you. I have been referred to as a handful my entire freaking life. So it's actually true. But I'm going to embrace that. So that's just an overflowing of abundance. Jarvis, I can see you over there, so just hush. I can see your face even though I can't see your face. (laughs) I'm just saying that right now. (laughs) He he knows my family. (laughs) What? I was just going to say, uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it's for me it's just one more way of, you know, keeping the focus where it needs to be, which is the only place that I have power, which is between me and God. You know. Really not with anybody else. So does anybody have anything else out of this chapter that they wanted to about or that really 
jump out at them or? Yeah, I do. Um, this is Jasmine again. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Cool. Um, so something else that I uh, kind of came up with this week to help me really solidify my visualization, because um, Cheryl, I know that you are a fan of doing the, the collages by hand with the images. Um, but like, I don't have a printer. Like, I could, I could borrow my roommate's and go upstairs and print some stuff off. But um, you know, I have my phone with me everywhere I go, and so um, I actually have just created an album on my phone, and I call, I titled it Manifestation Station, which I think is funny. And um, and so you know, when I when I get clear on things that I want, I put that picture into that album. Um, and I think I'd like to make a practice every morning of just looking at all the pictures in that album to, to visualize what I'm doing. And the act of like, scrolling through each photo uh, gives me an opportunity to focus on each image so that it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Um, so like yesterday when I was talking to my dad about different plans for the future, I was telling him about the tiny house and I, I whipped out my phone and showed him the album with the picture of the model that I'm interested in. Um, and it was cool that I just had that handy. So, anyways, I, I'm not saying it's a better tool than doing a hard copy. I'm saying it's just a, an additional tool. Um, and it, it suits me because I'm tech savvy and it's a tech savvy approach. So, anyways, um, that's the cool thing. You know, I was talking with your show earlier this week, and I don't remember if I shared the thing. They were like, oh, that would be a great thing to share. I think I did, but I don't remember. Thanks, Jasmine. I love that manifestation station. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I, hey, I think any tool that works for anybody is a good tool. I think there's a million ways to do it. So hard hard copies work for me, but it's different for everybody. So I think it's awesome you found something that works for you. Anybody have anything else? It's even louder now. Uh, there's one last little thing that I, it's like a mantra I've had. Um, every morning when I wake up, I'm getting up a lot earlier than I usually do. And it would be easy for me to slip into grumpiness about having to get up early. But instead, I think to myself, this is a great day to be employed. And, you know, so right now I'm showing up at work. I'm 23 minutes early because uh, I wanted to make sure I got on the bus uh, to get here in time. And now I've got time to do a little bit of journaling and eat a little bit of food before I start my work day. Um, and just for me, having that intentional frame of, like, it's a good day to be employed um, helps me be in gratitude um, that I have this job instead of, like resentment or grumpiness that I have to get up early and ride a bus for an hour. Because, um, you know, really it just it gives structure to my life. It gives me an opportunity to call in and make a calls. 
I can catch up on my reading on the bus. Um, so it's just a kind of a cool thing that I really appreciate. So that's that's the other little piece I wanted to share. Thank you. Sorry, I just realized I wasn't muted. All right, gang. Well, I am going to chime off a bit early today. I've got a moving truck coming any minute now. I think they've called me. So you guys are welcome to stay on the call and finish out. Anything you guys still want to chat about? The recording will stop, but you guys can keep chatting if you want. The conference call is still live for a while. And if anybody needs me this week, you all know how to find me. <laughs> Have a good Thank week. Thank you. You too. Thanks again for increasing my spiritual bank account. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody. Great call today. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.